Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland, back with you here during On the Block. Half an hour more today, full two-hour show for you tomorrow. Definitely talking a lot of Huskers and Terrapins tomorrow. Get you set up for that matchup, 11 o'clock kick. 8 o'clock pregame here on Saturday at 93.7. The ticket, it's a home game. Energy should be high. Nebraska football still looking to get bowl eligible. Uh, We'll be here breaking down the matchups for you tomorrow and definitely Saturday morning before kickoff. Uh, while we, we talk a little bit of football, Strick, this is a, a football-involved conversation. Just talking about some multi-sport athletes at the University of Nebraska. Uh, cool Hand Luke throws out Allie Havers, who played Havers, who played uh, basketball and volleyball, did the Maggie Mendelson thing. Uh, former color commentator Matt Matt Davison, of course, played a couple uh, football and basketball there. Ben said his cousin played basketball and softball in the early 2000s. But this is a relevant conversation to have, too, when you look at Nebraska football, because we talk about Matt Rule and his recruiting strategy, one of the things they look at is track times, mm. and they go with that. They go for speed. Um, by my count, just a, a very rough estimate here, there are four guys on the uh, Nebraska football team that will be running track for the team this fall, or at least are on the track roster as well. the The first one that comes to mind, Jalen Lloyd, right? He's the burner of this freshman class from Nebraska. It was elite in high school at Omaha Westside, decided to play both football and track at Nebraska, but he was close to signing with Florida. Really good track program down there to be a sprinter. Uh, Bryce Turner out of Texas. Jeremiah Charles, kind of an athlete on the football team, ran track in Texas, listed on the roster. And Malachi Coleman, also on the both the Nebraska football and track rosters. Um, You can see that... Coach Rule is doing something similar to what Coach Osborne did. Coach Osborne took a same approach. He just did it in a different way. He went into certain places where he's like, we've got to get faster and we've got to get faster in these areas because he just realized that we just weren't going to be able to measure up against the type of competition that they were going to be playing if they right. wanted to win the big game. So, mm-hmm. so, you can tell rules doing it, but they're doing it in a dual a dual mode mentality by letting the track athletes come in. And if you are worth your salt, as a lot of people and his track record, no pun intended, good one. His track record, uh, a rule is development. Mm-hmm. And so, if development is that thing that you're strong at, then that's the area 
that you you want to get certain type of athletes in here and then begin to build on that. Now, I think that's one of the areas they're trying to do at the quarterback position. They just haven't been able to do that. Go get you a quarterback, mm-hmm. like a one that that's what he do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, uh, we, don't, we don't care how or what is 40 times, but this is what he do. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's a quarterback guy. I think that that's the one that you probably just want to just go get him, you know, instead of just going to get the athlete and turning the athlete into the quarterback. That part. Some of the things in in football you can teach, in basketball you can teach, in baseball you can teach. Speed you can't really teach. Yeah, right. you can improve posture. You can improve... Um, you know, running style, you can improve the gait a little bit and, and shave off, you know, a couple of few tenths of a second from a 40 or a 100 time. But either you're fast or you're not. Either you got it or you're not. What you can teach is footwork. You can teach technique. You can get guys in the weight room and get them on a nutrition plan and, and bulk them up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a a logical gamble to some degree, a calculated one for Nebraska football to Look at these track times and say, there are some good wide receivers in the Big Ten, but we can have the fastest ones. There are some good defensive backs that can run a little bit, but I doubt any of these guys were running our guys' track times, right? I get it's Nebraska, and there's a you know big emphasis on wide receiver blocking, and yes, it's important on the perimeter, but a wide receiver's primary job is to catch the ball. Get open, and then catch the ball. The easiest way to get open is to run past someone. Nebraska has guys that look like they should be able or to do to that. Or to be able to do that. And then threaten it, threaten it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that op- that opens up opportunities for you. Go ahead. Right, and even like a uh, Turner and, and Charles might be defensive backs, but if your defensive backs are faster than other teams' wide receivers, that's huge. You can't have the top taken off of you unless you bite on a double move. Which, funny enough, you can teach. Look at the hips. You know, the hips will tell you where the guy's going to go. You can teach that. Mm-hmm. You can't teach speed nearly as much. So, so I like that gamble for this team. But then it comes down to. What's their first sport? What's their first endeavor? I would think for all those guys, it's football. Uh, Lloyd and Coleman right now, for sure. Turner and Charles working in the background. I think we have a, a football-centric view of this, where, oh, of course, football's first, and they're doing speed training for track. Jalen Lloyd, I'm not sure. Again, elite, national-level sprinter mm-hmm. coming in. If these guys aren't getting snaps on football, maybe they focus on track. And that would change like you were talking about with the the lifting regimen and the nutrition regimen because you want to bulk them up. There's just some good weight that you add in college, but there's a line there for every athlete where it's too much and it hinders the other sport, isn't there? Um, It, it, it depends, but a lot of it stems from your flexibility, mm. from like maintaining that, continuing to have loose hips, uh, continuing to have a lot of stretching because you can still be strong that's one of the lessons i had to learn because i always thought dang i can get bulky but then once i learned that i can get the strength but still maintain the the shiftiness the ability the open hips and Mm -hmm. the the footwork i can still be that but still be stronger once i learned that 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 is a possibility then i i was able to mentally get through that when did you're right when did that click for you i mean i would have to say probably junior in high school was because that a I mean, coach was that you? Was I, I was naturally, I was already naturally strong. Mm-hmm. It was talking to uh, Odious Lee, um, who was one of our strength and conditioning guys, who was and, a smaller defensive <clears throat> tackle at Nebraska, right, mm-hmm. right. And you know his son's down in, was in Kansas. Mm-hmm. So having having those types of conversations and just really able to get through because I was, I mean, as a sophomore, 
I was naturally strong and big. So I was what six three one ninety, almost two hundred in 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 uh, in in a tenth grade. So I didn't want to like get too much, but I actually played in the NBA at two twenty five. Came in about two eighteen, but ended up you know the the, the bulk of my career at two twenty five. Was it harder to get to two eighteen or harder to get to two twenty five? It that's the problem. It wasn't hard. It was just ah. It was just doing the natural stuff and getting with the right type of, you know, uh, trainer and mm-hmm. and working with them. The training regiments are so much better now than it was back <laughs> then. There's so much more techno- technologically advanced ways in which you do it. So uh, even then, the, 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 the guys that I was able to work with were able to help me with my flexibility. Mm-hmm. Stre- I mean, I got stretched after every session and, you know, different things with my hips and chiropractic work and just different things like that to make sure everything was good. What was that, that breakdown for you? And I'm sure it changed across your career of like, what percentage of time did you spend on your body and what percentage of time did you spend on your game? Um, it was always more on the game. Mm. Um, like, like when I was training, for example, to go into the NBA, it was morning, it was morning drill work, whether it be ball handling uh, working on different aspects of full court work, maybe some conditioning. Then Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It was weight room, about a good hour. Uh, a lot of weight room, too. In season, it's different. In, in off season, it's working on strength, power, explosiveness, twitch, quick twitch type mm-hmm. stuff. In season, it's maintenance. It's all maintenance work. So it just depends on what that is. Hour then, and then afterwards, it would be another session of, of drills with some conditioning, but more shooting. And then it would be some, some playing. So three times a day, it was was what it was put in in order to get to the next level. Speaking of the next level, Great Pumpkin doesn't think Nebraska can get there uh, on the men's basketball side. The text from the text line 402-464-5685 says, we are not remotely close to recruiting the talent we need to compete in Big Ten men's basketball. We're taking players that are marginal Division One players. Why haven't we brought in a top-tier recruiter to help us? Hope this isn't the last year for Hoiberg, but we do not have the talent to compete. Do you want to start with that? Or do you want me to start with it? I'll let you start. All right. So I'm going to disagree. I'm going to push back. I'll start at the back of the text and work forward. Why not hire a top-tier recruiter? Well, Nebraska tried that with Matt Abdelmasi, right? Didn't fit what Fred Hoiberg wanted to do. Again, more of a developmental guy. Fred Hoiberg, known for the transfer portal, his first stint in college basketball. But now I think you can see with a year of work with these guys, they take big leaps. They take big strides. That's why I was so excited for Ramel Lloyd Jr., who was a four-star guy, right? That wasn't a fringe guy. Right. Mel had offers, right? Yeah, in one of the best, best programs in the country. Eli Rice, out of IMG, had yeah. 20 eyeballs on him, had offers, came here. Um, Bryce Williams went to Charlotte, had some offers in the transfer portal, right? You get Aaron Ulison, went to Iowa. Think what you will about them, but that's a pretty successful D1 program. The two guys Nebraska signed in this class for 2024 
in Braden Frager out of Southwest here in Lincoln, and then Nick Janowski. Which you have to uh, yeah. get the best of your state. You do. Period. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nick Janowski out of Pewaukee up in Wisconsin, like you said, winning program. Both of those guys were top 150 level players. Right. I don't have the the, the raw exactly. numbers in front of me, right. but the number of top 150 guys Nebraska's gotten in the last decade plus, I bet we can count on maybe on one hand, one or two hands. Yeah. Right. Bryce McGowan's was highly rated. Right. That's a good get. Bryce was good. Where did that get Nebraska? You know, maybe a step in the right direction a little bit, but not the style of play that they wanted. Right. Yeah. Don't discount Frager just because he's from Lincoln. Dude can play. Had some offers. Iowa was after him. Creighton was after him. Iowa State, uh, Northwestern, I think, ran on him. Marquette wanted Nick Janowski. Wisconsin wanted him. Iowa, Iowa State again. Other D1 programs want these guys, right? I think these guys will have at least a role to play, and I think the recruiting style has changed. Maybe they are marginal at one point, but again, Two top 150 guys in one class for Nebraska. That's pretty solid. Here's what I will say. I will say it looks to me the way that they're building it. And it looked to me in the style that they played in that first game. When you're talking about 18 assists. Mm -hmm. Successful NC track it for the last 10 years. Successful NCAA programs are ones that have good some excellence with some solid role players that stay around. Mm-hmm. It looks to me that's what Fred's trying to build. Guys that are, you 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 can go for the super top tier guys, and what does that mean? That doesn't do anything. Ask Kentucky. Huh. Right? Like, yeah, they get, they get every one of the top 10, 25 guys, but they haven't gotten deep into a NCAA tournament, and those guys are gone after one or two years. But the ones that have won, look at Villanova. Yep. Look at Kansas. You know, you just look at those teams and what they were built on. Mm-hmm. They were guys that stayed for a long tenure. And it looks like that's what Fred's trying to build. I'm not saying that, that that is the case, but I'm saying from what I saw and what I'm seeing, it's a good track for the direction that I think that they can build off of in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And, and say what you will also, I think the Big Ten's down. I think they've got a tremendous opportunity to do something great. Some may not like it, but I actually think with the way that their schedule is set up, I think that the way that their team is built, and if they stay in, uh, what what would they say in volleyball? Stay in sequence. Stay in system. In system, mm-hmm. that's it. They stay in system. Um, this team can actually do something. I still think they need to dominate the rebounds a little bit more. With the length and the size that this team has, you, you, you should never let another team come in here and dominate you at the rebounds. No, you shouldn't. Um, I'll say this, too, on some of those marginal Division One players. I, I would ask for examples of that. I would say Nebraska has certainly taken its fair share of swings at guys who are raw, like a Jordy Shimonga back in the day, Eduardo Andre before he transferred mm-hmm. out, even even your boy, uh, Jope, yeah. right? Yeah. They're raw. They need work, but it's, number one, trusting your system. And every, every professional scout... Is looking at Joe. I don't care. They love him Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. as he is. Go ahead. But I think it's also somewhat instructive to look at who else offered these guys. Um, So for Eduardo Andre, I just pulled it up just as a name that came to mind as a raw kind of marginal guy. He's at Fresno State right now. Kind of an up and down program out in the Mountain West. But Boston College in the ACC. San Diego State 
who made the run to the national title game last year, offered Eduardo Andre Illinois. Again, kind of up and down under Brad Underwood, but still a solid program. Northwestern at that time was building to something. And then you look at uh, Jops recruiting. Arizona State and uh, Dan or Bobby Hurley Mm -hmm. down there. Not great this year. Solid program. Seton Hall. Pretty good program. Ole Miss offered him with Chris Beard, who's a very highly thought after coach. Nebraska's not just offering scrubs and nobodies, right? Yeah, they, they take some flyers on guys. But I also think the system, as we see it now, like you said, if Nebraska stays in system, gives all five guys on the court the opportunity to be the best version of themselves. Do I need to say anything? <laughs> I don't. That's it. I mean, you said everything, you know, as I would have said it. I, I, I really think, and I don't, I don't just throw this stuff out lightly. I don't just speak lightly when I think about, you know, basketball. I'll tell you if it's <laughs> if they're garbage. I'll tell you it's, it's this is garbage makeup. Mm-hmm. I like to be optimistic. I like maybe a couple of the players, see what the others do, but the way and the style that this team is playing, I actually like, and I think it's a winnable. I think it's a winnable style. I think it's a winnable. Uh, makeup that they have on this team. Mm-hmm. I can see a vision for where they're trying to go with this team. And um, it's up to them to get there. But I like the start. I like what I see. And I'll I'll see some more tonight. We sure will. 7 o'clock tip-off for the Huskers and Florida A&M. We'll wrap up this discussion and the signing day discussion, the multi-sport athlete discussion, by saying just because you, you get a recruit just because he's rated or she's rated in the top 150 – doesn't mean it's guaranteed to pan out, right? Sometimes it just doesn't doesn't work for whatever reason. But in that case, look at the process, right? Look at the other offers. Look at what the coaches would see, not just the result of their careers. It's easy to judge that in retrospect, but I like the process in getting Frager and him reclassifying and in straight-up poaching Janowski from underneath a couple good Wisconsin schools. So give them time. They'll develop. I get it. There's a lot of pressure on this team right now to, to do something that hasn't been done in a while. But... I think the process is good. I think it looks sustainable. We'll keep talking more about that, uh, but we're about ready to turn it over to Jay Foreman for Old School. DP will be out today. We'll bring Jay in for the crossover, get you set up for Old School after this. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.